I was gonna say yeah, we're just we're recording now. We're because yeah, we're just we were just talking about we're gonna be trying to get a new office here coming studio. soon. We had another the studio will be in a better yeah, location. Yeah, a, stu- a studio. Yeah, more set up studio. Yeah, for recording. Mm-hmm. We gotta be able to get recording up. I finally got my Mac Air, so I'm gonna self teach how to edit, mm-hmm. so we can get all that put together. We had another error last week where we had the first 30 minutes. It wasn't last week. That was this week. Yeah, this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, was, it felt like it was a week ago because so much has happened since. So I guess to pick off the only stuff that was cut off. Yeah, if you're confused listening to it, we're coming out of a break. <laughs> we took the first 30 minutes. We talked about the championship game. Mm-hmm. I think before Georgia, Alabama played mm-hmm. and Georgia ended up winning. Hats off to them. Good for the Senate race. Always good with Herschel Walker, the candidate. He was the last time Georgia was relevant, 1980. So I feel like that's probably good karma moving forward. Either way, what the only thing meaningful about the NFL conversation is, is we all agree the ties need to be eliminated. Like we have made the game enough so you don't get injured. There's no reason you can't play till someone scores. Oh, yeah. Like just a field goal, it's still sudden death. But you're going to have to keep playing an I extra five, ten minutes. They need to do a shootout with field goals. Well, see, the thing with that is points. You've got to watch records. Like right now adding this extra game, everybody's team's records are getting beaten. Because you have an extra 120 yards for each wide out. Oh, yeah, and all the records, yeah. So, But with, with scoring and over-unders, if you change the NFL to that, it would just make it I – think, I feel like it would make it gambling more difficult. Like I think all they need now is just get rid of that scenario where two teams could have tied on Sunday night to block the Steelers from getting it. And that's all. I, my predictions this weekend, Buffalo, team to, team to beat, team of destiny going through the Super Bowl. But didn't the tie save the Steelers at some point this season? It did, unless on that Sunday night game, had Oakland and San Diego tied, they would have both made it in. It would have been a three-way tiebreaker. Pitt, San Diego, and the Raiders. Mm. They would have had the tiebreaker. Pittsburgh would have been left out. It came down to a last-second field goal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there, we had the debate on whether or not, if mm-hmm. you didn't have that timeout, whether or not Vegas were so... I, I think the league called that in and said, you can't end this in a tie. It's just the ring. It's too much turmoil. I don't it think would, they would have I feel like they were, played it legit. I, if you're a Steelers fan, are you going to believe that? No, but I don't believe a lot of shit. I was going to say, happened. they kept the football <laughs> score difference. Like, they managed to keep it so it was always you're getting up by three. It was like they did it on purpose. They set it up for the end. Either way, it all worked out, so we can't. We can't I think the problem was that sure. timeout. They yes. thought they were going to. They were like, oh shit, they're going to try to win this. Yes. If, if, if you, no one's noticed, Alec, we're missing. We had Alec and Mason for the last one. Right. It's just us two here. Um,. Uh, yeah, do you have any, any predictions you want to throw in football? Steel? I thought Alex said that Saturdays were good for him. Yeah, usually. But this time, the, the, he, I know he puts the kid to bed around 8. So we're recording earlier tonight. Are they? Do they not do anything like individually as parents? Like I assume when, when my kid's born, yeah, I assume I'm going to do things while Courtney's not here. Yes. I, I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming when Alex, I mean, they don't work the same shifts. Uh, she work right now. He never explains why he has to be the one. Yeah, usually he she works. I think till later. I'm not positive. No. I'm not positive. We can ask. Well, I mean, who's this. he leaving? Who, when he leaves, though, who's there? That's why I'm assuming she's well, there at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and I know they have like Barb and Steve to help babysit a lot. So, right, I, don't, so I, I I don't know. So you think he's like Steve's watching the baby? Well, they're both or the kid. Uh, his kid's a little bit older now, right? Well, they're both working. And then he comes here after he puts the kid to bed. Right, but who's watching the kid at that point? Shannon. So why why does he have to be the one to put it to bed? I I think that's kind of like a parent. Most, that's what I was asking. Most parents him. don't like. Uh, yeah, you can't stick your wife putting the kid to bed every night. Oh, that, I will. That's like the toughest thing. No, every night. It's like, like, a, like podcast night. I will be. I well, will yeah. Her. I mean, yeah. you'd hope one night. Like, and that's what we end up. Get, 
<laughs> single, remember, single parents during the COVID years, this is like the toughest time to gauge like what to do with your kid if they're like right. under five. Because you're already scared to death of ma and making any mistake. Mm -hmm. And you have the doctors putting life or death decisions on putting a mask on a three-year-old <laughs> on a plane. Like just. I know, that would suck. Which that was positive news. We're drinking some Snoop Dogg Rosé. Wanted to pop some champagne. This is the first victory in the COVID wars against the COVID doctors. The OSHA mandate that we were talking about in the last episode, completely nixed. Stayed, can no longer enforce it. We're talking 90 to 110 million American jobs will no longer, I mean, private businesses mm -hmm. can still do what private businesses want to do. But the free market now will decide we cannot go to restaurants or concerts that mandate vaccines. Mm -hmm. And that can, if you're a blue state though, that's the big decision that is not resolved is, so we won't, this is only a half victory. OSHA said that, so it doesn't apply the, the mandate to workers in all, all of labor. When it comes down to the health and human services, the nurses, they all are still, it's falling under the logic of the flu shot. Is as if the, the hospitals, you can give, it's, accept, it's accepted that they have special powers related to medicine to make their own decisions. OSHA, the argument is, is it's effectively national health care if you force everyone to get a vaccine, if you force employers mm -hmm. to make everyone get a vaccine. And so it's like in that end, and so it went 6-3, which so is they can still make so they can still make the medical staff. Yes, which and that's about twenty to thirty million. Mm -hmm. Now, but when you're watching in the news and you're hearing short-staffed hospitals, take the extra step, search on you, Google it, as Biden would say, about whether or not they fired their vaxxed work, their unvaxxed workers. Because if that's the case, I don't think we should be showing much sympathy for them. Mm -hmm. There's absolutely no reason now to not bring these people back. This this lawsuit gives us the opportunity to lay our gloves down. When I say lawsuit, this was all this was going to be is, is are we all going to start suing each other for an unvaxxed person comes into a vax building, gets people sick? Mm -hmm. And this is taking that out of the question. Because as we've seen over the course of the last month with everybody that we know, everyone on TV, everyone's gotten sick. Whether you're vaxxed, whether you're unvaxxed, you can still spread it. Mm -hmm. How you fare once you get it, Omicron seems to be noticeably weaker for everybody. Uh that it's the end of the war. I don't know what else to say. I feel like this is the, this is our opportunity to get out of this. Right. It's well, <laughs> and it's I, not going to happen because they don't want to relinquish power. Well, we're going to wait on the, the DeSantis right now. He is fining hospitals that fire unvaccinated workers. Mm. So any hospital that complies with and, and the, the Biden's healthcare mandate, the a hospital would get fined. If they have uh, for every unvaccinated worker they have, the mm -hmm. Santos is saying if you fire any unvaccinated workers, we're going to put on an equivalent fine to what the federal government is. Mm -hmm. So that's going to have to go to the Supreme Court too. I have no idea how that would decide. In the healthcare decision, it was Kavanaugh and Roberts that flipped to side with Democrats, mm -hmm. but all six Republicans voted in the Democrats to stay the OSHA. What? And the Democrats hated Kavanaugh. Yeah, oh yeah, isn't that true? Yeah, isn't that true? The most hated Supreme Court, the, the, the harshest Supreme Court hearing we've had in 20, 30 years. What's Snoop's wine called here? Uh, We're drinking something, Snoop something Dogg's rose. What, what's the first word on it? Cali Rose. Cali there rose. we go. Yeah, talking about good. California, that's probably the proper time to do that. They're getting hit with a tsunami. Wouldn't oh, that yeah. be something if California fell off into the ocean? They're getting hit with a tsunami right now? A, a volcano erupted in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah, I saw the video. When I, when I say a tsunami, I mean we're talking it's like a foot. Uh, yeah, it's like I a foot tidal wave. I mean, it is legit. It's going to mess up the boats. 
And we have all those um, uh, shipping. Oh, now we're never going to get our we Amazon got, like, order. Yeah, we got all those boats sitting out there. If this thing gets a little choppy, something could. Do you want to do a dab? Oh, yeah, sure. Fire it up. Right. Yeah, that's partially celebratory. I don't want to be too happy because we still, I don't believe the healthcare workers should be put through this either. A lot of right. teachers are being forced to do this. If you're in a blue state, you're a teacher that's getting forced. I mean, you've California is allowing 18-year-olds to come in and teach to scab for unvaccinated professors. So 18-year-olds. You really want an 18-year-old teaching a bunch of 15-year-olds? Is there in any way a good idea? Like, in any sense? It, well, 18-year-olds teaching 18-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Because in high school, you're still 18. One year, yeah. By the time I, I would have been younger. When I was a freshman college, I would have been younger than the senior class. I think it's kind of crazy even. I never thought about it as the high school student, but the student teachers that were in college, they're not that much older than no. you when you're like a senior. No, no. <laughs> There's just people like three or four years older than you. And yeah. it's like, and, and a, the bigger the school you go to, they do all the work. Like yeah. as far as the grading, the stuff, the teacher goes up, they give their hour presentation, and then they let their aides do all the, all the clerical work, grading right. the scores, taking the attendance, getting all that stuff together. So it's like, what a life. What a life. Whoa, that thing is loud. Yeah. Yeah, Craig, Craig's re recently gotten into dabs big time. Unless you prefer way to smoke. Less, uh, you don't take as much smoke. No, it does not appear. Right, into your lungs. Does not appear. It's like not. concentrated. I don't know if it's better for you or not, but here you go. Interesting. Oh, I hate that side. What side? The right? This side. Oh, sure. Here we go. Yeah, you got some there. Solid. Nice. You're going to have to hear the torch one more time. Okay, well, let me... I want to get a video set up. Should I talk over the torch? That's Might as well. I don't know. It's kind of pointless. You let Phil, we can get Joe Biden yell over it. Is it that loud in the headphones? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's a foot from your microphone. Ah. Like, it's... Clearly, so hopefully the listener is currently taking a nap. Yeah, yeah, good opportunity to get all your smokables in order. All right, we're good. All right, <laughs> yeah, let's start into how Joe Biden's week broke down. First off, we had Kamala Harris do an NB an NBC interview with Craig Melvin, I believe is his name. This guy, it's it's supposed to be a cakewalk. The question is, is how are we doing here? Well, let me get the good quote. <coughs> on to any search engine and find out where free testing and the free testing site is available i mean really if you if you want to figure out how to get across town to some restaurant you heard is great you usually do google to figure out where it is so that's simply about giving is she explaining why he said that locate something that they need something <laughs> So I, God, she's an idiot. She doubles down. This is Tuesday. She comes down and doubles down on the Biden Google it claim. Which now that this wouldn't be the end of that. I'll just play one more clip from that because this is, this is. I'm trying to think of a nickname for her that's more like a philosopher. Like this, I don't know. This is Plato Harris. Point. Does the administration <laughs> say you know what? This strategy isn't working. We're going to change strategies. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down just gonna keep doing what we're doing because it's what we've been doing and we we'll do it every day i don't know what that means 
this is at a time where Joe Biden's got his, his Quinnipiac uh, polling had him at 33% approval rating. That's lower than Trump two weeks after Jan 6. So we're talking first year all-time bad numbers. We, I don't even know. It might, might be the lowest for a first-year president ever. So it's like you're looking at this going, well, if you do pull him down, who's coming up next? She's just clearly not qualified. There's nothing backing up the idea that the election was legitimate. What, is, what do you mean by that? Like, oh yeah, like you what? wouldn't expect if if the he's gotten the most votes out of anyone in the history of the presidency. Yeah, and he's got the worst within a year has completely destroyed that reputation. <laughs> you, who's buying this bullshit? Then, <laughs> like, then, is there anybody out there actually buying it? I, or are they faking? When you say buying, I think the majority of people... I think people, they're, they're pretending because they want to believe it. I think there are, everyone knows that there are people behind the scenes in the DNC that are running the party. And right. I, th I think most Democrats just accept that. But people who think that the election was legitimate, right? Yeah. There's, they don't really believe that, right? They well, just I don't want to admit... I don't know. What, do you want to explain to me when you say legitimate? What do you mean? Like, they know that the Democrats screwed with the rules ahead of the election and caused the victory in a landslide no, fashion. I, I, I think if I'm going to try and play devil's advocate, let's say I'm calling it legitimate, is, is if the mail could have been... Uh, Republicans should have spent more time in the six months leading up to the election focused on being competitive in the mail. It wasn't legitimate to me in the sense that the Democrats had such a full, like a, such a head, head start with the mail given the coat once the COVID changed it so you could vote for three weeks in a drop box mm. with basically no certification at all in some states but they still didn't go through the proper process of legitimizing no, but the they, mail but these audits and things that was that was, you sh those complaints need to be made before the election yeah Sp those specific complaints the things that we wanted audited we should have been asking before they counted the vote so it did not look like oh you just want an audit because you lost yeah there were oh, i agree with that there were legitimate yeah. concerns but no one everyone was so focused on so many different things you had to figure we're in the middle of a raging pandemic you had the summer of love like it, it, the messaging for yeah, nobody both thought parties. trump was gonna lose no and very few people on the republican side really understood the depth to which the democrats focus on mail oh yeah people don't understand yeah it, it, it's just one of those that you well, just the depth in general that the democrats go with their like they're going you gotta think about how much money these people make off of this the scam of being a politician they're like they're putting their time and effort into it their, their ground game is legit yeah. And that's where the Republicans, I still don't see them making much of an effort. The effort more now is just get rid of the mail as much of a voting system as you can or yeah. figure out a way to uh, to um, certify it mm -hmm. or to be able to track it. Like just some more way to make it more secure so that you don't give off the impression. Like so you'll have this. That's what we're going to get to. Um, that's, yeah, that's a good time to move into this. The filibuster, because we just got into it the last um, beginning of the last episode. But it really was a big deal on. So. When I think that's why he's building the wall. Well, the, technically, if you start carving out the filibuster mm -hmm. for any, and that's what they're currently the, the Republican or forty-eight Democrats are asking that you carve out the filibuster. That means the filibuster usually requires you to have sixty votes to pass a law, and you, if you get rid of it, you only need a simple majority of fifty. Now we do it. We've done it before for Supreme Court justices and federal judges. Mm -hmm. Democrats are making the argument now that since this is voting rights, the federal government needs to step in, like they did in the Civil Rights Act of '64, to fix states that are suppressing the black vote. Now, 
There How is, are they doing this? That is, I'd love to have a Democrat on this show. I've watched CNN looking for it. They don't really say. There is no, if you read HR1, S1, the big thing that it wants to abolish is any way to do voter ID. Now, Delaware, I believe you need voter ID. Traditionally, we have just always done this state by state. 81% of the country is okay with having a voter ID, but somehow Democrats portray it as poor people, minority communities struggle to have identification. And that everybody says that's insulting. Plenty of African-Americans and uh, Democrats and Republicans come out and go, no, we can do just fine (laughs) with the IDs, but the IDs would make it harder to cheat. Mm-hmm. And that's where, to me, it looks more nefarious for the Democrats here trying to ban it, where let the states decide. Yeah. Like, that's really, and that, that's what has been our stance on voting. But why are people surprised that something like January 6th insurrection happened? Why? What do, you, what do you mean by that? Why are people surprised? Like, why would somebody be surprised by that after the election was fucked with so much? Why would anybody be surprised that, that they, on January 6th in 2021, a bunch of pissed off people came to the Capitol building. I was surprised that they went in the building. I'm not surprised oh, that surprised they all got that, there. Yeah. yeah, that's the surprising thing is that they actually went into the Capitol. Well, I mean, it's not surprising whenever you're wondering if it was the FBI agent yes. climbing the walls. Yes, you know? yes. And, and, and we talked about that a little last time here. Which Ted Cruz apparently, was, I haven't seen this yet, but... I think it was a while ago that he's done this. It? It, it, has been accept, okay. it has been accepted that there were FBI agents Yeah, I, I knew that. Exactly why? That's where we're going to need to take the House... We're going to have to have I the presidency the to, to, to the get this stuff. They're radical. Yeah, no, you could. It, uh, sab- the internal saboteur mm-hmm. is totally possible. But until you have a, like the only way that you're going to find that is a committee. And the Jan 6 committee is all Democrats. And they're not looking into that at all. They're actually, I mean, the first guy got a sedition I mean, What if the country, the FBI, think about this. If the FBI prevented a legit, legitimate insurrection by provoking this insurrection among a bunch of idiots. Like, they were like, we'd rather a bunch of idiots show up, we'll let them parade around and stuff, but nothing really will happen, and then we'll lock everything down, seriously. Or they knew maybe that a real insurrection was happening somewhere, and this was their, they got out in front of it. I think that they could have played, Not, I don't think they were the cue, but they could have played ignorant to the queue and that they would have used that as justification to infiltrate these things. They could say that they had been watching the queue the whole time, that it was a terrorist group, and that that's their logic for moving in. Now, where that would get dubious is if they did know who was running queue, kind of like the Mueller, kind of like the Steele dossier. Mm-hmm. The Steele dossier is some um, prosecutor looks at this evidence mm-hmm. and decides not to ask where it came from. Besides just to go, hmm, this must be true, and pass it through to a judge, and it never gets questioned, even though it was Democrat to Democrat to Democrat, going through Perkins Coey and the Brookings Institute. Yeah, nobody all, ever asked. All these, no one ever asked. Yeah. So if the, the FBI, the deep state, would just be operating under the queue is bad, would take them at their face value, or they, they post in the open, and would do whatever we can to stop it. Meanwhile, the queue is probably Hillary Clinton. I think the queue would be China, or the, this is big data. Yeah. This is just, you have the goal of the queue, if you're assuming that the people running it wanted January 6th to happen, the goal was to get the craziest, nuttiest of the Trump supporters all in one place at one time in a really emotionally charged environment, and all you need is a few people to guide groups of 20 to do the unthinkable and actually cross the gates, walk into the Capitol. And it's like, you see these people, that's what we were talking last time about, what kind of coup, if they wanted to get away with it, why were they all recording it? 
They're all walking around filming each other, and that's where we have 10,000 hours worth of tapes that aren't being released. We could watch the Q Shaman through the entirety of him being there. Yeah. Like you can watch it from start to finish. It would probably be entertaining. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these videos aren't being released because if you release them and you have him talking to the police going, I promise no violence, I promise no violence, this isn't sedition. Yeah. They're talking arresting them for six to 20 years. Well, he's already in. Yeah. yeah he's I'm, got like 40, was it 48 years? Yeah, or, no, the, or months? The, the charges. He, I believe, is six years. Four, four I six. know that during that interview. 48 would be four years. The interview he gave, he had mentioned the point where somebody who actually attempted to assassinate, I, th- I think it was Nancy Pelosi, but one of the elected officials got less time than he did. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, the couple of them aren't charged. There's one guy named, they always float. And he one said guy that. guy yelling beforehand. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not, Rogan brings that one up, mm-hmm. up, brings that one up a lot. Um, either way, though, this can't really be cleared. Well, I guess, so we have all these underlying questions, and they're going to be slow-leaking, Democrats will be, these tapes for the next year. Republicans are already over it, and as we'll continue through Joe Biden's terrible week here in a minute, mm-hmm. but how this affects the, the Republicans and Trump moving forward, I don't, like, a message to Donald and the boosters, because he came out and called any Republican yeah. that wouldn't, to tell their booster status a coward no 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 no. getting a booster is cowardice especially if you already had the covid yourself oh yeah like that is and the reason he's doing it i I think is because he wants to be put back on twitter yeah but he he, jan six is all they want to talk about once he does his little booster spiel and fox didn't even cover it i didn't even see cnn cover it this was on i think npr Mm. or the ap he, like his interviews aren't even nationalized anymore because no one wants to hear about this. They want to hear him talk about how did Jan 6 happen? Mm-hmm. What are you, what's your thoughts on it? Mm-hmm. And he can't really do an interview with a non-friendly, someone that's not like Hannity, without getting that question brought up. Mm-hmm. So it, as we're moving forward into debates... Why not, is he not allowed to script questions the way the Democrats Well, he, he can. It's just as you, people aren't interested. These right. interviews, if you know that Trump's getting the, his, his, picking his questions beforehand, I don't want to hear that. Like him talking about, but that's what I mean. That's what all the interviews are for most of the other. No, not when you're in the middle of the campaigns. You have to go on, like, like that's why they want them to go on Rogan. Is you're supposed to go on someone that's going to press you. If if you want, if you want the independents to take you seriously, your base will always love like Trump's interviews with Hannity. Yeah. But I have no value in that. If anything, I find it funny that Democrats are playing sound bites of him talking about getting boosters. He sounds just as dumb talking about the vaccine as he does drinking bleach mm. and shooting shit in your arm. Yeah. Like it's like it's, it doesn't it doesn't work, and you're not and you're not going to ever give him credit for it because anytime he wants to come back, they're just going to say Jan Six. Mm-hmm. So if he's not willing to address that, which I have some strategies on how to, as you say, we seem to think that this was a DNC job mm-hmm. at some point or a deep state China. It did not seem to be from that documentary that's always brought up. I, I don't believe that was very no. informative at all. It doesn't seem at all like this was like a legit. No, no. They, they, they have it like a live action role play thing, mm-hmm. which it did. That's why it got so many people into it is allowed people to self-investigate. It turned a whole bunch of Internet sleuths into personal detectives mm-hmm. over the course of two years by teasing out some information and not others. Either way, he would have to admit almost to a degree of stupidity mm-hmm. or ignorance to not really know the ramifications of it. Or I don't know if there is classified details that he can't necessarily talk about because there, there were threats. Like what the things that the Q was threatening that was saying was going to happen is you were talking military tribunals mm-hmm. for every member of the Clinton administration. That was their end game. 
is they were going to arrest all, like almost have a Jan 6th of Democrats. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, it ended up being the complete and total opposite to a point that you got all their data. Mm -hmm. You got all of them in one place, the liberalist city in America, Washington, D.C. You got all of the Republicans to flood all into one place and then get pinned by the police. Like that couldn't be more perfectly set up to screw Trump. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have trouble believing that he was, that him or his people were masterminds that was a good idea. No, yeah. no, but they played into it. There were about five or six instance, instances where he was asked to denounce it, and he leaned in. Well, he never denounces anyone. No, no, but this is the kind of thing that if you're worried that it's messing up, you're, like there was a legitimate complaint for Ted Cruz to make on January 6th on the Senate floor. He never got to do that because it was interrupted by this disaster. The Mueller report was garbage, not for the reasons that the Q said, but because of the the origins of it. It wasn't some trick to try and arrest right, Hillary. Yeah. It was a witch hunt. And guess who knew it was a witch hunt? The people who were conducting it. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a hard prediction for the Q to right, make. So the Q thinks that it was all set up so that they could arrest Hillary? Yes. Uh-huh. The Mueller was actually going to take down Hillary the whole time. And that's where they have still that Durham but report. I, I mean, they're still you, saying it's... Ha- there's still people out Rush there floating this. When Rush was still alive, you could have just listened to him and he explained from the beginning where it came from because that's the first thing he did was look into it <laughs> and th- and that but that's where you have Hannity wearing that skull pin with mm-hmm. the flag and he took it off after it all happened but that was one of the things that was code word you're in on it Sean it's like some of the theories is Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper are undercover FBI agents mm-hmm. like, like it very very odd the, the kind of thing that that's not being discussed yeah. the details about what was predicted how when and what was the importance of it who knew what, when, none of that is ever being considered. They're just so myop- myopically focused on the 24 hours leading up to Jan 6, where that, the most influential thing at that point was the January 5th primaries. Mm. When, you, when the realities of Trump lost and the Republicans lost the Senate, wow. That was going from assuming you were going to win, arrest your opponent, to being completely out of office, losing the Senate with the filibuster on the line. Woo, that's a hell of a 24-hour swing. To digest overnight. Yeah. So I think that was more of a catalyst than anything to get that that many people there, that revved up, that kind of energy. Either way, it does not appear that we're going to be doing that anytime soon. It seems to be that people just accepted that documentary as pretty much the truth. This Jan 6 committee, Republicans are going to ignore it. Democrats are going to keep this on the ticket for a year. The only person it affects is a few people in the House and Trump. The rest of the Republican Party, DeSantis doesn't have to touch this with a 10-foot pole. He doesn't have to talk about it. He doesn't have to do anything with this. Because this is the biggest albatross on the party. Mm-hmm. Like it, it sucks that for a Republican to have to defend this because the best thing you're saying is, is it wasn't as bad or these people were being inspired by the other teams. Like mm-hmm. They still did terrible things. Mm-hmm. Still defecating in, in the White House. Yeah. Like that, the Capitol. Like at the end of the day, you can only defend it to, an exer- to a certain point. And I don't see Trump having any way to get it off of him and he can talk about vaxes as much as he wants twitter's never going to let him back on so it's like it, it, the other thing too is kind of swing around and he, he needs to find a new direction don't have the same religious um the, you know like democrats kind of view the government buildings as almost the same way like republican who, who like i guess i'm saying like evangelical republicans it's, it's, they view the church Democrats view the Capitol building that way, the White House that way. I'd like, say no Republicans with reverence. I would say Republicans do too. You think? Yeah, I, I I would say it's more ironic that Democrats who have a problem standing for the flag are now all worked up about the 
building, the Capitol building, which was, there was a lot of slave-owning Democrats that point. roamed those halls for a long. There were still statues to them inside of that building. So oh, that's a pretty good. Yeah, point. I, I yeah. don't because. Uh, but I still don't view like. Uh, maybe I'm just way more right wing than I guess because I don't have any. Think, think of it also. When have you heard a Democrat discuss law and order outside of Jan Six? <laughs> like oh, since, since when are they the party? Yeah, it's anti-protest, pro 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 DC caught. Like it's just so it sounds kind of stupid when you look at their ticket right now. Jan Six doesn't even fit with it because all the issues that they had. There was no guns. Yeah, they like, showed up without guns and somehow yes. took over the government building. It, it really doesn't. Like, it doesn't match any of their narratives besides yeah. screw Trump and his base and his deplorable base. That that's that's really all it's there. Yeah. For. So really, there was more weapons at the Democrat yeah. riots and fire bombs throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more damage. More people died. The only weapon they had was a noose. They assaulted police office buildings, which you could call that an insurrection. If you shut down the police in a community, you can rob everyone. Yeah. Who can, like, that is the, if you want to take out a city, the first thing you do is you take out the police. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the people who are in charge of stopping an army from taking the city. You'd think that the Trump militia that overtook the Capitol on Jan 6 would have figured neutralize the police force before we move it. Because they had the numbers. Mm -hmm. You'd think if everyone in that rally actually moved like an army, mm -hmm. they could have taken the building and held it for a period of time. Like that, that would have been if they really wanted a coup. But it didn't seem like, like 95% of the people there ever thought that was possible. People who were just listening to Trump like 100 yards away, just surrounding the water. like the. Did they ever charge the old lady with the flag standing in the lobby? They got an old lady in their list of eight of the Oath Keepers. I don't know what type of old, old lady. Yeah. And I don't you, know. Saw, you know the picture I'm talking about, right? The old lady standing there with her flag. I, I, I don't know that picture. Yeah. I don't know that picture. I know, I know that the big thing was they're, they're hitting sedition charges, which is a... I'm talking 20 years in prison yeah. if that goes through. And it's like... You're really assuming that they were making an actual attempt at the Capitol. That was. I think they just want to make a point because there's probably legit groups out there that are making plans to do this that they know about. Yes. And yes. this was. I think they hyped up a bunch of idiots to do it so they could show the reaction, like wh how they will handle the yeah, aftermath. That Michigan, we know for a fact. If it was legit, they would have showed up with guns. Did you see the Michigan? <laughs> did you see the Michigan kidnapping? No. Nine people were arrested, this same exact operation, but it was proven that two FBI agents infiltrated a group and formed, they made a plan online, nine of them, to try and kidnap Gretchen Whitmore mm -hmm. in the first summer of lockdowns. And as soon as they all agreed to do it online, they were all rounded up and charged. And then it was like, wait, the, per the people who started it are, are feds. Oh, yeah, that's an odd looking lady. Is she arrested? Uh, that's what I was wondering. No, I, as far as the status of the, because that's another one where it, now imagine if each one of these crazies in here probably had five to ten loved ones that they're expecting they were they were expecting Trump to pardon them, hmm. and now they can't do that. And the Biden yeah. administration, that's why that, to me it was an easy way to tell people not to go down there before is, is Bowser controls the city, mm -hmm. like she's a tyrant. And the just because Trump's president, that does not mean he can control the Capitol Police. And the people who are in charge of that, that would be Bowser. Now, they stood down, and then they stood up, and they arrested everybody, and now Merrick Garland's done a 180 in slapping all these guys with the most difficult... Like, we're talking over 600 people. Mm -hmm. And how much they charge them, there's going to be a lot of loved ones that are going to be pissed at Trump for not stepping in or doing uh, something yeah. here to get them out. So th he has a lot of issues right now. I don't really want to see Trump run again. Oh, that well, that we're gonna jump straight into it. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yay. Hillary Clinton put out a op-ed in the Wall. She didn't. Her people in the Wall Street Journal floated. 
what if there was a Hillary Clinton Donald Trump rematch in 2024? And then all of a sudden, this was at the beginning of the week on Monday, because that was where when Kamala Harris started, like, go back and watch that interview if you really want to see her fumble. But at one point, they basically asked if she was going to get taken off the ticket. And she just laughed and Mm -hmm. tried to dodge it, but missed it completely. And it it made you think, well, she's basically, she's caught the Biden gaffes. Like, if you spend that much time watching, like, a dittering old man that was known for making errors beforehand, and now she takes it. She's like, you're going to give me the same standards you give Biden, right? It's like, no, you're expected to be competent and articulate. Like, you can't be just as stumbling, we're going to do this the same way, that say, any day. Like, come on, you're, you're expected to be like, if, like if Biden goes down, you're number one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is not going to work. And if even if they did pull Biden now, I don't think she can get away with going, we're just going to blame everything that happened this week on Joe and ask mm-hmm. for a new 100 days. I think that's what they'd like to do. Oh yeah, I, I really think that it's being discussed right now about pulling Joe Biden out. Like, and that's where once you hear Hillary floated, it's just to, it gives the pundits, both Fox and uh, CNN, a free fifteen minutes to talk about garbage. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that she's going to end up running. I think the broker convention's still on the table. We're going to talk about that in the, the upcoming. You think it's still episodes. on the table? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because if you pull Biden right now and uh, Pete Buttigieg decides to go after Kamala. And then Bernie Sanders and AOC decide to pick a couple lefty challengers, throw in Tulsi, Mark Cuban, a couple entrepreneurs again. We got this field up to 10, 10 people in no time. Mm-hmm. In no time. So it's like, I, I, and once you start, every time an outsider jumps in, the DNC will put in a different insider just to keep brokering this thing down. We're, we're going to try and get to this convention. We're going to try and be, if it is brokered, your seats are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You got to figure people like Bloomberg paid upwards of half of a billion dollars for 50 delegates spent 500 million dollars on 50 that's 10 million dollars a delegate why what what do they do that's worth it they didn't get anything from this year if it went brokered that's 50 votes that can decide the presidency of the united states and you don't think there's going to be representatives from pfizer and the teachers union how do you get in it 200 signatures from your county the goal of this show we're going to try and get a delegate for call your own foul in every congressional district in this country each one has like 10 delegates for each party. The Republicans, it does not appear unless... I just got to go get 200 signatures. Yes. And, and that, that can be a Democrat. They, they could only be Democratic signatures. They cannot be independents and they cannot be Republicans. That was my big issue with Tulsi. Is, is CNN was telling all Democrats to boycott her signatures. Independents and Republicans were like, we'd love to see Tulsi. We'd sign your paper. And I couldn't. Because they have to be registered Democrats. Yeah. It's stupid. You would think you I'll want... register a Democrat and I'll go around and tell people to sign for I, um, Rush Limbaugh, that was his big uh, advice back in the day, is, is that everyone should be registered a Democrat. You can cause more chaos in a Democratic primary yeah. than you can get things done in a Republican. Like, if you're going to be a, re- a Republican in 2018, I don't think you're going to have a say over Trump as a candidate. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like he's going to let a primary happen right now. It doesn't look like as much appetite for it. I think people like DeSantis more. But DeSantis isn't going to step out of line and fight Trump right now over like this coward comment. He the best thing DeSantis can do to win what is, is defend comment? those healthcare oh, workers. About the, basically, the he basically called about um, the boosters, he basically yeah. called DeSantis a coward. Oh, okay. And it's like I can tell, tell Trump's getting chippy because DeSantis is closing the gap. Mm-hmm. It's basically a coin flip where people would be happy with either one. The question is, obviously Trump won't be happy with DeSantis, and if he does not, yeah, I think the voters will probably be more happy with DeSantis at this time. Every, I, you can tell that's why the news networks are focused on hitting him. They spend more time beating him up than they do Trump. Yeah, they they know they know where the, the stronger ticket would be coming mm-hmm. from. But I, we live in a world where 
I, I don't know how you buck Trump inside the Republican Party. I, I don't. I think he has to either. Why? Why don't you just step in and say, you know, I mean, it, because it, when when you're the party losing, yeah. like when you're the party on the ropes, taking a shot to inside the tent comes across as a lot more risky. Is is right now? If the Republican base were to fragment completely between Mitch, DeSantis, and Trump, and and they're not all voting, if, if the candidate that comes out in a particular district all like they all get a third, if one of those thirds doesn't vote, Democrats win. So it's like you, you really think Trump really wants back in the White House though. I, oh, t- when you hear every time they talk about him, it's the defeated former president. It's the loser. It's so you the, think he hates that? Oh, he can't. He can't take. I I hate it. I hate it. Like it's like I don't. If you ask me, because someone was asking me if I regret voting for him. No, I do not. And that is because had he won, Democrats would have never went on board with the vax mandate. Yeah. If he'd have won and he'd have been telling everybody, Kamala Harris and Biden and them already said they weren't taking his shot. Mm-hmm. So it's like had he been president, he's going to make the NBA. Take this stupid vaccine. Oh, no, yeah, no one would have. Never. We wouldn't have done any of this. Ne- only in this bizarro world where Trump was against it. So the people, the young liberals who don't need it had to be for it. Yeah. It's the same way it worked with lockdowns. If Hillary Clinton was president telling us to lock down, you think the churches would have closed mm-hmm. if, if the Democrats were canceling church? No way. It had to be a Republican. It is the weird way that that happened. It did. You needed the combination of normal, the libertarian right mm-hmm. normally would object to a Democrat breaking the first second the bill of rights completely but since it was trump reluctantly only in blue states allowing it in blue states they accepted it young liberal college students ever accepting lockdowns well once trump appeared not to want to well then it became the cool thing to do is to stay home and play video games and get you you get your remote learning they were all still meeting up you saw the pictures of aoc Mm -hmm. they're all breaking the rules when they go into places where they don't think they're being seen and that happens all the time. That AOC, people follow her around dying to get that picture. Yeah. Do you know how many other of your liberal friends and brothers and sisters that when they're around the whole family and there's a couple uncles that are Trumpers, they were hardcore about the masks and keeping a social distance and mm-hmm. where you go. But once they're just around people their age and then no one's trying to get a gotcha, yeah. boom, mask. That's why I think this is close to being over. If people could look at the AOC thing and don't like go, oh, she has to wear a mask. No, be more like her. Okay, look, the liberals don't even follow their own rules. That should be the message. If you're yeah. sitting around and you're going, this rule's kind of stupid, I'm just following it because I'm trying to be a good person. They don't even do it. Yeah. They don't even do it. It's just a way to make Trump look bad. And that's where Trump, since he's yielded on the boosters, they don't give him credit for that. Now they're moving back to everyone needs an N95 mask. Because that was where the Supreme Court decision came. Oh, yeah, Thursday. I just heard the nurses have to do that if they've even been in contact with it. Yeah. For like four or five days or something. Yeah, the, the, and, and, the, and they came out and said cloth masks don't work. Yeah. But the N95 does. So instead of us going, well, you lied to us about the cloth, we're not doing the N95. No, they just expect us all to go down the N95 route. And if you go to the stores, they're everywhere. I'm not, like, I'd say well, 50% of people it, are wearing these things. So the N95 kind of makes more sense to me. Yeah. But at the same time, though, isn't N95s just really for particulates? And it makes you touch your face. If we're talking flu well, yeah. and other illnesses, but, that I mean, thing is so, so uncomfortable. When you're in like a dust room, it makes yes. sense to wear it. But in, in a mind, it makes sense because you're also uncomfortable. When you, when you get that big dust kicked up in your face, it sucks. Yeah. When someone you're just in a classroom breathing, yeah, that doesn't suck. Yeah. Wearing that N95 sucks, but it, the reason you don't touch it is because your hands like are covered me, in dirt, and you, and you don't like you accept the sacrifice. It, it has a an obvious purpose. But if the N95 is so simple enough, it can stop the co- coronavirus, right? It's why? No, why? No. Think about it. 
why if that actually works why does the basic or even really until you get to one of the upper tiers why can your furnace filter not filter it out no, I think it's uh, to me it, it's pretty clear that mash don't work yeah. it, even if N95s do more than they don't I think N95 stop dust that you can pretty much almost see a little bit smaller than your visual like there are you it does get particles that are smaller well but how much of it a lot of it's going to still get through you're still going to smell a fart as of wednesday next week we are they're going to make it so you can go online they're setting up a whole special website like obamacare Mm -hmm. big government website you can get four free tests and a free n95 mask shipped to your door in seven to ten days so in two weeks, well, by the time this that? is completely gone, and it'll be, it, Joe Biden's going to tell us because they, he, he tripled the Google. I didn't play it. So after Kamala doubled, he came out on Thursday and once again gave like a this phantom COVID zero speech, which like, Joe, you do know almost everyone has agreed we're not going to get it eradicated. And it's like both channels, the majority of doctors have accepted that. To give that speech, it was like, whoa, we back yeah. a year ago. That's why I think the Supreme Court weighed in within three hours. So that was when they finally dropped out. Like, you know, you're just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that was at the same time that he had a disaster on the Senate floor. So let me play the sequence here of events because it was rather bizarre. The filibuster speech was down in Georgia. Stacey Abrams is currently the front runner to run for governor. She decided not to meet him. Listen to Joe's uh, Morning Joe point this out. This is an event custom made for Stacey Abrams. Uh, Rev, she obviously doesn't want to be on the same stage with Joe no. Biden. Politicians show up with presidents when they have 52% approval ratings. Politicians don't show up with presidents when their approval ratings may be in the 30s in a state where they or want to be Or there's another reason. Not a Psycho Joe fan. Remember, he murdered one of his ex-girlfriends. That that makes sense. That That's pretty... It takes a Republican to go... And you heard um, Mika... I go, no, no, no. Yes, Stacey Abrams, if you think he's beneficial, you're all over there. You want to speak with him. She needs, if she wants to get any of her laws passed, she needs the filibuster blown up. And this was, I, I want to play a clip from his speech because this was actually one of Biden's better speeches. So it's like, to, and it was, in the came out of nowhere. We weren't talking about this. The Voting Rights Act is not something that has been, it looked like it was an attempt to change subjects from what was going to be a bad OSHA mandate. Protect our democracy. I support changing the Senate rules. Whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. <coughs> when it comes to protecting majority rule in America, the majority should rule in the United States Senate. I make this announcement with careful deliberation, recognizing the fundamental right to vote is a right from which all other rights flow. Okay. This idea of um, the the minority ruling the majority. They are 50-50. There is, by definition, not a majority. The tiebreaker goes to Kamala. And that will only happen in very, very specific, specific circumstances that are judicial nominations. That is the only time where you only need 50 votes in this random 51. The reason I'm trying to draw attention to this is because within four hours of this, Ted Cruz would put up a vote. You know that um, the pipeline drilling that they're trying to get between, it's called North, North Stream. It's that, um, 
the Russia project where they're trying to sell energy to Germany and they want to be able to bypass us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ted Cruz introduced legislation to, to um, not, not tariff, to penalize the countries that were taking part in it, mm-hmm. and it only got 57 votes. So it was successfully filibustered by the Democrats. So, and this is war. This is like when we're talking natural resources, this is money, this is foreign di- diplomacy. Mm-hmm. In that instance, you need 60, or it's blocked. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the Democrats using it simultaneously while they're arguing to get rid of it. So kudos to Ted Cruz for doing that little performative trick in there. Because then you also find out that in 2019, the Democrats used it over 300 times mm-hmm. to block Trump. So it's like to sit here and argue that it has become racist. I played in the last one. They compared um, uh, Jeff- Jefferson Davis, uh, that Connor Bull, the mayor who sicked the dogs on civil rights protests and who was the head of Robert E. Lee he he basically compared every after they said it was like Pearl Harbor and Mm 9-11 they compared every Republican to like the most racist of it mind you those were all Democrats the Democrats were the party that held slaves it it got switched and I used to debate this with Craig often but if you're going to sit here and start comparing Republicans to old Democrats on an issue it's like it's so confused so out of place but concerning because this is the kind of thing that if they change the voting rights so that you can't have any um, voter ID uh, it's certainly not going to help voter security and that would hurt even red states that I mean, there's a lot of blue states that require this. So it's, it's not even like when you talk individuals, that's why I'm hoping this is an opportunity. Why I was bringing up the broker convention is because if it does go to a broker convention, then superdelegates will decide who wins. And the Bernie bros will be screwed. All the outsiders will get screwed as usual. This is a great time for them to try and call for the, uh, abo- for the abolition, not the abolition, for the complete elimination of the superdelegate class is that it's the notion that your votes don't matter in a Democratic primary. Because unless you can get one guy to 50%, which you'll never be able to do, all of a sudden, 500 superdelegates come in, and they have the voting power of one-fifth of the entire popular vote. Mm-hmm. So your tiny little vote is worth one ten-thousandth of Eric Swalwell if we go to a convention. If we don't go to a convention and we just pick the Joe Biden, if we just pick the Hillary Clinton beforehand, delegates don't mean anything. But if we can figure out a way to stop anyone from getting to 50, then the superdelegates come in and they'll make a mockery of the entire election. So if Democrats are really concerned about their vote mattering, then they should worry most about how it's counted within their own party. Mm -hmm. And they currently have a system in place. We would never accept that at a national level. Imagine if each state got a certain amount of votes, but then all of our elected leaders collectively got to throw in like 1% too. Mm-hmm. So it's like we get to vote for half and then the 500 people that have been in charge can tr- gerrymander their own seats, write their own rules for voting. They'll, they'll pick the winner because they they're peer reviewed. They know what it takes to be president because they've been on Capitol Hill. Us, us stupid people, we can't possibly watch TV and figure out who's most qualified to lead the country. No, Eric Swalwell, he has. I do scary. kind of agree with that, though. I, not when you look at the House. I do not look at those people when uh, maybe in our district. Well, no, I, I think like, the problem is that we let too many people vote. No, I think everyone's vote needs to be counted the same. You can't weigh. This is how you weigh votes. Well, no, I don't. This isn't stopping I don't think people living off the government should be allowed to vote. Their their votes are going to be persuaded by handouts. You're talking going back to you have to own property to vote? 
I think that was yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty extreme. You I'm should not, have to have I'm skin in the game. That. You should have to have skin in the game. I'd just be happy if you have an ID and we can track it. I'm just at a point now where it's like I get that a lot of Republicans are there. Just, it would be really nice if we could. It's it's not a good look as a political party to say I want less people to vote. You want to say I want more people to vote because they'll vote for me. Not that if you let these people vote, that's where Republicans come or Democrats come out and say you want to suppress the vote. You just want to take out specifically not allow Democratic people to vote. And that's not that's not where I'm going at all. I'm saying that I do not think that we should give everyone a special vote. That you should give elected leaders like every one of our House of Representatives, every one of our senators, every state governor and about 200 DNC national members that they were appointed. They all get the vote of one delegate. When primaries comes, 10,000 of us will vote for one delegate. So when we get to this convention, our delegate is, our vote is only one ten thousandth of that delegate. Eric Swalwell is worth his whole 10,000 votes. He gets to come in there and negotiate with our guy at an exact same footing. So do you see all that? Like, and the counter, what they're saying is, is this will get us blocked out of the process. They can still run to be delegates. There's nothing stopping everyone. You would think a congressman would be able to get the people of his district able to elect him to go seat, sit at the national convention. He doesn't just need given a spot. You should have to fight for it like all. You should have to go get your 200 signatures, which would be easy. You already have to do that. Now, what it could do is, is let's say Eric has to run for his delegate seat and one of us gets more votes than him. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen the next time we have a primary? Maybe we run against Eric Swalwell. And that's why they don't want to run because it, it makes it more likely for them to get challengers, which is good for us. We want to have, if you're a low-ranking Democrat, a poor Democrat, you want to find a way in. And usually it's you got to run. And if you don't have the DNC collecting signatures for you, you're kind of in a tight boat. So it's like this delegate situation is one, a one way around it, but until the superdelegates are pulled, the Democrats have the most illegitimate voting process in this country by a landslide. Mm-hmm. So talking about HR 1S1 is really dangerous because if any of the burners wake up and realize there's nothing racist, if you have a problem with the state law, then you fix it in the state. It's always been that way. They can't point to one example of one particular law in any state that will take out one group of people. But they're still floating it like it is. And I don't think the, no one in the base, the activists, the AOC crowd have taken the time to read it. They're just going to call it racist until it's proven otherwise. I'd like them to kind of turn on the Democratic establishment, well, hey, you want to fight for equal voting rights? How about we start with our own party and then we'll work on every other state? Like, why don't we try and get some legitimate way to pick our president? But that was, the reason I want to get this sidebar in here is because very rarely do we get to talk about this. This filibuster move, Kirsten Cinema, within two hours, went on the Senate floor and gave an awesome speech backing the filibuster. Mitch McConnell came out and gave a great speech um, attacking Biden for giving it. Tom Cotton went and read Chuck Schumer's defense of the filibuster from like 2008. So it's like there, there was a bunch of great defenses. Um, Joe Manchin came out and nixed the Build Back Better plan. He said he might not even do the infrastructure now. So it's like all that happened in a 24-hour window. You had him give his speech announcing that he was going to blow up the filibuster. You had him go out and say that we're going to get zero COVID. Supreme Court came in and said, no, 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 no that you can't apply your vax mandate to regular workers. And then the senators came in and said, listen, we're not blowing up the filibuster for anything. And he went and then, I guess this was his response. He tried to convince the Senate. For the third time this year, he actually went to the Senate. And this is kind of like the Stacey Abrams thing. When the president 
goes to the people's house. It's a big deal. Normally, he summons you. When he decides he's going to take the Senate floor, longtime legend of the Senate, Joe Biden, here was his response after he made it out. First time, we can come back and try the second time. We missed this time. We missed this time. And the state legislative bodies continue to change the law, not as to who can vote, but who gets to count the vote. Count the vote. Count the vote. It's about election subversion, not just whether or not people get to vote. Who counts the vote? That's what this is about. That's what makes this so different Wait. than anything else we've ever done. <laughs> Wasn't that I what we were all asking? Done, yeah. Thing, and they, they as were, long as I have a breath, wouldn't me, say this. As long as I'm in the White House, as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting to change the way these legislatures have moved. Thank you. It's a good thing he's only engaged for about 15 minutes a day, so we don't have to worry too much about that fight. <laughs> but yeah, that is the quiet part. Is is this has nothing to do with. Who, who gets to vote? Everyone gets to vote already. It's yeah. really whether you're not, you have to wait in an hour long line or a two hour long line is the extent of now the mail. You don't have to wait in line. Mm-hmm. What he's talking about is who's counting the vote. And I think we all agree we need to count the vote. The people, the state, not Congress. Congress doesn't count the vote. Mm-hmm. Your state needs to be. They're the ones that first touch it. That like how, how are you going to have a third party coming in from the Fed to regulate who's counting the vote? Mm-hmm. Who is being suppressed? That, I think he's referring to gerrymandering, and we've talked about this a hundred times. Democrats do it. Republicans do it. It's a, the big advantage that the establishment in each party has over us, the outsiders, is mm-hmm. winner draws the lines, and somebody has to do it. We haven't trusted—I'm sure one day we have automated machines doing it, but as long as human beings have to draw it, they are going to draw it to what they perceive to be in their favor. If you don't like that, then don't be so predictable of a voter. You know, you shouldn't be able to have, like, draw a circle around a whole community and go, I know that's red, I know that's blue. And I can clump that in here and I can make up for a loss in this area if I add that little portion. Yeah, those are slimy games, but someone has to do it. That's been politics since when we started, adding a state, red and blue, to keep a 50-50 and if, Senate. if you live somewhere and the problems seem to not go away and they can draw a line around your area on how you're going to vote, maybe switch up maybe your switch vote. Maybe switch your vote. <laughs> maybe if, if you're <laughs> sitting there looking at your district going, this is Jerry murdered, yeah. vote f- run on for the other party. Mm-hmm. Start a primary saying this. Like, like you can. I, I think you can look at someone like um, Jerry, in the, Jerry Nadler. I would say most of the rural areas yeah. are probably pretty happy with how they've been voting. Yeah, the, the, like when you look at the 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 map of all the house members mm. there's only about 50 to 80 competitive seats out of 500 every two years so every two years you have about 512 520 house seats up for grabs only 50 to 60 of them we are within a five percent margin almost all of them 60 40 70 30 p- people like nadler longtime mm. democrats they go unchallenged they mm. win like 95 5 like in like putin style but they've built that district every two years for 30 years. Nancy's district, she's gerrymandered it for three decades. And she has she knows exactly where all her lines are. Mm-hmm. It would take some Democrat to come out and go, when do one of us, when does a young black person from San Francisco get the chance to represent the Bay Area? Yeah. Why is this old white lady from Baltimore still in charge? And it's like they, they have to do that on their own. Republicans. Is she from Baltimore for real? Yeah. Her, her, her dad was the mayor of Baltimore. Oh, really? Papa Pelosi, yeah, yeah, she got super political festival. These are political dynasties that to uproot them, I we can get some of the ones on the margins. California is a whole nother animal. I just was hoping that tsunami. If we could just take that off the board, oh boy, that would be nice.
Take off all California's House of Representatives. <laughs> Nancy. What if they just put in the Kamala. ocean? Yeah, if it just went say, out, You're now a territory. 10 feet wave, it just went over the California. Just took out half of it. <laughs> maybe lose three-fifths of its delegates. We're not rooting for that. People would die if that happened. <laughs> 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 yes. What would be best for this country? For the front runners for president to die peacefully in their sleep. And we could get young people back in charge. But no, we're looking at Biden v. Trump. Or Hillary v. Trump. Let me read you um, Hillary. I, I actually think we're in a situation right now where Tulsi could still a lot of Republicans. She was on Hannity as soon as, as soon as Hillary came out. Fox was like, Tulsi! She's rumbling again because I've started the tracker. She knows when she... Basically, Hillary decides when a story's going to come out about her. Like, they, they don't just put it out without her permission. This is testing the waters when the entire Democratic Party is on fire. Where do you go to get a win? Here was Hillary's tweet from a couple of days ago. MLK Jr. said... I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice and that when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerous, the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress. End quote. This is a subtweet and the filibuster. And it's like, why are you talking about ending the filibuster? You're not. You've been in the Senate for 12 years. Right. You in the state. What do you why? Why are you jumping in on this? And it's like, because it's not going to happen right now, hopefully, with Biden as president. How much the Democrats in this meantime can quote MLK to try and make the filibuster sound racist, we'll see. I think it was a good sign this week. If you're someone like me who was nervous about this, a lot of people said smart things. But at what point would they be persuaded to flip? What kind of crises? I know they want to do it for climate change and they want to do it for guns. And the logic is climate is a crisis and we're at war. So we don't have time to wait for a 60-40. We have to act now. We need 50-50. Guns, it's the same thing. You can't afford to wait for 60. This is a matter of saving people. Life and death. We have to change the filibuster because this is bigger than just money. And they can do this, I think, on any subject. I think they will try to. But this one, Voting Rights Act, calling everyone racist who doesn't support it, that's bold. That's going straight to your ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. And I... Right now, it's 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 it's, uh, it's tied. Do you want to check out some gambling lines here? Sure. That's where I now Hillary should have climbed in the ranks. She was not. I think I had her at plus twenty four hundred. She was like in twelfth or thirteenth. We'll see if this made any say. I actually have the old lines written down. So I figured this. I figured this would be an issue. We use Bovado. This is Bovada. I'm sorry, Bovada. B O V. A-D-A. They are the only place I know to get really good politics lines. You can also bet on um I can't remember the name of it. I don't usually go I don't usually use it. Let's see which party will control the Senate. Republicans moving to minus 250. Wow. So they're saying Republicans have a heavy chance of taking the Senate. That's assuming they take Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania. Good sign. We got who will win the House? Republicans, four to one. Favorite. These are awesome. Let me double check. Let me find these old <laughs> ones. Because, wow, this is moving quick. Wacky Wednesday. I'm trying to keep track of all this. No, I don't think I'm going to find it. Ah, we'll get that on another time. Too many note cards here, Craig. We'll go straight to the presidential candidates. He does have a huge stack of notes. Yeah, I got 12. It's huge. We've had two straight errors on the episodes, and I have like half cards that weren't gotten to. It's over the top. Joe because B- Greg has this thing where he's 
unable to let go of a topic that he might not have got to. No, especially when I don't know what wasn't recorded. He's not able to rank, prioritize the stories he wants to hit and say, okay, if I don't get to story four, it's yeah, we can just forget it ever happened. Yes, I don't like to do that. I'd rather have cutoff powers. Like yeah. w- Here, when Alex's not here, I can control these subjects a lot better. When Alex's here, it is very difficult to Why keep this. Why is that? Because he goes off. I can predict what you're going to say better than Alex. <laughs> I know like what the yeah. point Alex is going to make, but what thing he questions, sometimes he questions something that I just assumed we could accept as it's been repeated every hour for two days. I didn't think I need to bring that evidence. So we have to have like a stall for two minutes where I search my phone and go like, yeah, this was exactly what was said. And in that, that time, then I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah. So I got to re-recover it. We could lose three to four minutes there. And then if it changes to another subject on the list, do you think I'm not going to break the subject. Do you think it's that the newspaper is just not informing him enough? I don't or do think you think he, he's just reading headlines? I think he's just reading headlines. I, don't, I do not think he's re- advanced reading any articles. He'll mm-hmm. find one. What was the big one he had this week? The one that we mentioned earlier. The thing, the, uh, a Jan 6 one. Uh, Some off. No, he sent us the one about Trump uh, with the boosters. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was actually informative, though. Yeah, that was a good one he sent us. So Joe Biden is now tied. Wow, okay. Hillary's moved into a tie. Wow. Number one, Joe Biden, plus 200. Kamala Harris, plus 200. Pete Buttigieg, plus 800. AOC and HRC, both at plus 2,000. Those who I think are going to be the two front runners come primary season. If AOC's legit, if she's a real revolutionary, she's jumping in now. If she's just a plant that kind of plays the heel and says the most outrageous thing and she I think she like just a, likes the money. That could be the in the and that's she needs to spend She's playing a part. Like she's do it. She's playing a role. If she wins in 2022, she is pension for life. That's three terms in the House of Representatives. You get your paycheck for life. Yeah. So, I, I'm pretty sure that me and you are going to be like 60 sitting here in front of the microphone talking about how Alexandria Cortez it's going to be like we're talking about Nancy Pelosi. It's going to be like having flashbacks. I think so too. I, th- I think so too. I hope. I actually hope that's the case. I'm worried that we could be dealing with the president in, within the next decade. Uh, I think she's more concerned about the wealth she can make. And that, I she, think being president I mean, would be the best I, way to get the most. No, Nancy Pelosi's way wealthier. It than took Joe her a Biden, long right? time. Yeah, but it took her a long time. I don't think she wants to wait till her face is falling apart to have all the money. Yeah, but you're not gonna have all the money that young we, just by being president. We failed to record that part of the dating part. Well, AOC said that anyone that criticizes her is just sexually frustrated because oh, yeah, they want to date her. Yeah, yeah we, we, we missed that on the one of the things deleted. Mm-hmm. That happened. It's not worth bringing up now. But to round that out, Elizabeth... See what I mean? You can't give the topic up. I, yeah, I, I am. <laughs> I, I just threw that in there and I didn't expound <laughs> upon it. Uh, after Hillary at plus 2,000, we got Elizabeth Warren at plus 25, Michelle Obama, and Stacey Abrams at plus 2,800. So I think you can rule out Biden, Kamala Harris, and Buttigieg pretty succinctly. I think they're all tied. If you worked in this administration, you were going to have the record on your hands. Like like right now, you have rampant inflation. So we had the Supreme Court struck down. And Kamala Harris screwed up the interview. You had Manchin and Cinema blow up Build Back Better and any, any notion of moving, blowing the filibuster up moving forward. You have a 32% approval rating. Um... You got the uh, b- your best policy is that Bernie and Joe calling for an N95 for everyone. The Chicago Teachers Union managed to strike for a week, and we have inflation gone absolutely rampant. What's the victory? 
And that was another one. Kamala, what did you accomplish? Wh- what are you going to change? Obviously, this isn't working. I don't see how anyone, how any one of them can escape that. Can escape this nuke? Right? Is it just going to hang the 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 whole? Anybody of Jen Psaki? Like I don't see any of them being able to return to these positions once Biden's pulled out. And Mindy Biden still says he's running again. But after watching this, this would be like an almost perfect Wasn't Jen Psaki a uh, press secretary to a former president too? No, she was um, uh, a Democrat. She was a CNN talking head for a long time. Uh, okay. I think she did for Obama. She was a department, not the main. But she did a role. Yes, yes. She was probably, I, th- I think she was a defense press secretary. Someone for like, it would have been Do you Kurt. think this is like the end of her career? No, I think. Like, I mean, she can write I, I books think I, and stuff. She can go back to CNN and take. She can go on any of the major news networks. That's what she'll do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and these people are brought in like hitmen, mercenaries. Like they, you basically, once you get to her status, you pick who you want to run. And these people almost kind of court you, where it's like you have a campaign that needs Simone Sanders to help rally the young black vote. So she's as long as who is Jen Psaki rallying? Well, that 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 Jen. No Sa- one likes no. her. No, Jen Psaki is a heat shield. She gives nothing. And that's like, yeah, there are some embarrassing sound bites, but she doesn't usually make errors. If you're talking like the way Kamala does or Joe Biden do during an interview, she's very much. Like she, she just won't say she, stuff. She won't answer the questions. Yeah. She completely dodges it and insults you for it. But that's part. That's a skill. We don't like it. But, but remember, it's an embattled relation. It, it should be more. You would think CNN would actually take more offense to the disrespect. Yeah. That, 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 like she's just as mean as Kaylee Ann is to them. But they don't tr- they don't get mad at her. Yeah. K-, K McEnany was a criminal for the way that she acted towards them. No, they are just fine with Saki does it. Who do you think? What do you think the odds are here on our pr- on our uh, Republican ticket? Right now, is Trump leading still? Uh, yeah, even money. And then it's got to be DeSantis, who I think's really leading. Yeah, he's at plus three twenty five, and Nikki Haley at plus eight hundred. So if you're looking at the four, Trump's even, Harris and Biden are plus 200, DeSantis is plus 325. What's Rogan at? Let's see if they put, here's the part, they won't have him on here. Because he's not running yet. And uh, you can't pick a party for him. He'd have to run, like right now they have Kanye West still as a Democrat, plus 10,000. Did he run as a Democrat? Oh no, I'm sorry, these are Republicans, never mind. Kanye's at plus 10,000 as a Republican. Rand Paul's, to put that in perspective, Rand Paul and Kaylee McEnany are plus 8,000. Um, moving up, Dan Crenshaw, plus six thousand. Romney plus six thousand. Trump Jr. plus five thousand. Which that's kind of surprising that Trump Jr. would be ahead of all those guys. No, I think Trump Jr. would actually be one of the top competitors if he went. Candace Owens is moving to the top ten, tied with Ted Cruz. If 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 Don Jr. can talk, he, I don't know if he can talk. I would see. I mean, th- this will be a race one day, not for presidency. I can see him trying to be like the mayor of New York. Are trying to come in and take a governorship, like mm-hmm. retake the town. From what I've seen, I, he just doesn't have it. His his charisma is more akin to Hillary. He's like your he's like your uncle who's a Republican. He, so yeah. And, and there's a weird thing with politicians where they equate volume with charisma. Mm-hmm. Like when you it's like Biden, Harris, Hillary, Don Jr. When they want to get you motivated, they yell. Even if the stuff they're talking about isn't something that you'd yell. Like, Trump does a good job of, of fluctuating his voices. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's low, sometimes he's high. Biden, like, you see it when he tries to whisper, when he tries to change his tone a little bit. Usually, Hillary, when she would come out, she'd just start screaming, Pokemon, go, go, go to the balls! And it's like, that's... 
it just you shouldn't shout that. And it's like, well, she wants to show charisma. That's why they wrote it down on the paper. Is that she's supposed to show like I'm hip? So in her mind, it's just be louder. And it's like that. You have a microphone. Everyone can hear you. Everyone's quiet. You don't need to scream. Biden on that filibuster thing. Who are you yelling at? When he walked out, that thing we played from outside the Senate, yeah. we just kept shouting, count the vote? Yeah. Why? They were, they were three feet from him. <laughs> He's surrounded by people. So it's like, why don't you have some kind of, you think a professional poet, he's losing his mind. Hillary Clinton wasn't, and Kamala aren't competent. Mm-hmm. But so you think most politicians can get this tone thing down. Yeah. Don Jr. does not appear to me to have that yet. He just has yell and not yell. And it's like, that's, Trump does a lot of yelling. But he also does a lot of impressions, and then he has like he talks quick and slow. It's just a totally different. Do you style. think he was coached? Who? Trump on how, like his speaking abilities, or do you think that's just how he is? I th- from like just growing up. Like maybe it's oh, just no. the way he is from growing yeah, up. Yeah, no, his interview skills. He's taught. I think self-taught. I think okay. just just a, a life of promoting himself, focusing on how the media is handling him. What do they like? What don't they like? It could maybe. I mean, when I say kind of a natural, a self-taught. It, what, what was interesting is is it doesn't it didn't um, uh, translate to the debate stage, and Trump actually really smartly recognized that and brought in Ro- Ro- I think it was uh, yeah Roger Ailes the guy who started Fox News mm-hmm. and he basically sequ- this is the first round of the debates against Hillary he sequestered himself for like an entire weekend and learned how you remember those debates against yeah, Hillary yeah. he did real good unlike the Biden ones where he got Chris Christie Kellyanne Conway and Rudy Giuliani. To basically tell him he's great, yeah. but it, when he realized he did need coached, he went out and got it. And so it he worked. thought he was good. He thought he was when he, he really should have coached himself again. He thought there was no way I can lose to Biden. He knew that Hillary was going to be tougher. Yeah, just because she's smarter. And it's like Biden. He just figured this guy is, is less or less articulate than me. Like all I got to do is go out here and call him a loser a bunch of times, and he probably won't even be able to finish a sentence. <laughs> and Biden took the reverse. He hunkered himself down. He took it seriously, and they fed him sentences. They were like, just don't react emotionally. You don't can't get into Hillary. Well, you can't get that instance where remember when Trump said to Hillary, "Oh yeah, because you'd be locked up if I was president." Yeah. And it's like that was such a mic drop. And everything she said after that, it was like, "Are you going to address the fact that he just said he's going to arrest you? <laughs> are you going to keep going with your point about infrastructure? Like you have to, you have to address the elephant <laughs> in the room." You think, and she did, and it got derailed. Yeah. The key thing would be to actually dodge that. Um, you wanted to see some of the Democrats that are. Currently, like, just thrown out there. Yeah, who's the top runner? Tulsi's at plus 5,000, tied with Bernie. Um, the, no, the front runner is Joe Biden and Kamala at plus what? 200. Yeah, the tide at plus two. It's just well, kind of betting impressive. Wise. You're talking betting betting wise. Wise. betting wise. You would assume the incumbent. After them, who is it? You got two people really. Buddha Judge at plus 800. So they like Buddha Judge the most. The establishment likes Buddha Judge. And technically, well, who's, who's the gambling? What do you mean? I'm, I'm reading you the gambling. Yeah, the gambling line doesn't have to do with the establishment. Uh, uh, you can get a gate. You can tell where, like, they, they tend to lump them together. Like do you think people are betting on how they think the establishment's going to allow it? I think if you're looking at the est- the White House establishment, then that would be Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Pete Buttigieg. Okay. It's, that's one, two, three. Because it, it, the only accomplishment, if we're going to call it that, is infrastructure. And Buttigieg is the planes and the trains. So he takes he, credit for the only achievement. He's been doing a great job. Uh, yeah, then he had a baby and the maternity leave. And nice. Now, mind you, we make fun of that. The Democrats are appreciative of that kind of thing. Because right. the more we talk about that, they have no problem engaging in the culture wars. They won't talk about all the transportation shortages that we have and all the boats stuck outside of California. But they're talking about how bigoted the Republicans are for making fun of Pete Buttigieg's maternity leave. <laughs> and it's like, I, it's, it, 
it's an excuse for them to dodge. Just the other day, I heard them saying it was really funny because they they reported CNN reported that Democrats might have to debate the border in 2022. That that the, they they actually said the Republicans are trying to make it an issue and it might work. And it's like you think a normal person would go, you need to come up with a policy to address this. No, CNN's just warning Democrats that, hey, we don't have a solution. So you better figure out some way to dodge this question because almost every Republican from coast to coast is currently running on planes of illegal immigrants getting dropped off in the middle of the night. And it's like, it's kind of happening and we haven't done the border. So I don't know what you want to do with that. But just, you know, Republicans are going to run on it. It's like, well, duh. Turn on Fox. They, they still, every half an hour, will have something on the border. And it's like, even though it's not news to the majority of the country, they're ready for it. And Republicans or Democrats are making no attempt yeah. to provide a solution. Um, let me see. So, but those, um, the, that's what I wanted to say with the AOC, Hillary Clinton, both tied at plus 2,000 in fourth and fifth in the gambling. That's bizarre. That's, I mean, AOC's gone from plus 12,000 to 2,000 over the course of, and as Biden has fallen subsequently. Yeah. She's probably taking the donor's money. That's, and then to She win- won't go on Jimmy Dore anymore, right? I don't know. I know. I mean, I haven't been listening to him. Oh, in a AOC? While, no. Oh, probably not. He's been going at her. Yeah, but he. Yeah. She used to go on him. She actually went on that show. Yeah. Yeah, she used to go on there. That'd be something I'll listen. He's to. the one who got her going. Okay. Wow, I would not have thought that. They still have the winner. Um, they have for between both parties. Trump is at plus two fifty. Joe Biden plus four fifty. DeSantis six plus six hundred, and then Kamala seven hundred. So that's kind of odd. Is it basically they're saying that if Kamala runs, she's not going to win? Is is if you think Joe Biden, if he runs, has a better chance of winning than Kamala does, and they're tied to win the primary? That is so little faith in her. Yeah. So it's like I I think we can chop that up. Is the only reason Biden's not pulled right now is because Kamala. All right. So let's talk about something that's not political. What do we have there? Uh, tomorrow is the NFL fixed? I want to know. We're talking is, is let's talk about something non-political. Is the NFL fixed? It's like all politics. That's politics. Technically, I think. The How do you NFL think you is just at? a business? It's that's very, actually it's, an it's, act. The, it's actually just an act. But that's the and I don't think most of the players know. The I re- think most of the players are just going about their the reason WWE thing. got busted is because it came out that it was fixed, and they were claiming that they were sporting events. And if you're fixed, you're not a sporting event. You're an entertain. You're a, you're a play. Yeah, it's it's not something that you should be able to gamble on because there are people that have inside knowledge. Is it not weird? That the tie game came down to the field goal. And they didn't kick it though. They they kicked Ben the field Roethlisberger goal. is now getting somehow a miracle shot at a playoff. Well, I don't think that was fixed. I think that's, I think that's truly lucky. I think it's one of those you know, that could have happened. And now Juju's healthy. No, and and if they wanted to not worry about the fix problem, they could have flexed out the Sunday night game so the Steelers in Baltimore played after San Diego and Oakland, so San Diego and Oakland wouldn't have known that they should have tied. The only reason that at the time... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't think most of the players know that it's fixed. Well, you wouldn't have to. And that's where my concern... Because like, you could just have quarterbacks in on it. So I don't... Stuff. I, yeah. I think it would be very difficult to fix a game outcome with players. You would need the referees corrupted. And you could oh, I think call the referees are 100% and, and corrupted. The, they the, make some really bad calls. The, those would have to be the ones that would be fixing But you game. could have... 
everyone like you just have a lot of offensive coordinators well, we, we could solve no because there's too many in the nfl when you have t- 11 people on both teams that's too many moving parts and if too many people know you're gonna get busted that's where it's easier to cheat the Unless nba you're paying enough money but you need someone not to drop a ball like you need the quarterback and the wideouts to be in cahoots and you have to be going against a defensive back that's not doing good coverage no the quarterback can just throw bad passes it said you won't start for long like, like, like it, to pitch unless the head coach knows why he's doing it. Okay, so now you need the head coach involved and the starting quarterback. Yeah, why not? Okay, then they're gonna need more people because the quarterback's throwing a whole bunch of people and they're and they're all going. Why aren't you hitting me? I'm open. Well, then you have Antonio Brown just ask for a trade. That happened. What? So you Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't that? throw it to Antonio Brown when he was wide open. Antonio Brown got pissed because I don't think Antonio Brown's in on it, and that's why the, he keeps getting, you know these episodes and crap he doesn't know what the heck's going on he doesn't realize that that's what's happening i see i i I don't think that's as much um that's when you're saying fixed antonio brown asked for the trade to the raiders because ben wouldn't throw the ball to him he'd be like wide open and ben wouldn't throw the ball to him like downfield wide open like would be touchdown passes ben's not throwing the ball to him but those don't always affect games those are touchdowns those are scoring drives he he like basic. I mean, Ben's supposed to be, as we're hearing every single game now, what, what the is, greatest quarterback to ever live. What, what, we, what are you saying? What do you think is fixed? I think the league is fixed. I think well, the that, results. That doesn't, like, that doesn't who make, wins like, the Super Bowl? That sounds crazy. You think? Yes. You think it's that crazy? Yes. You think they have a what if Ben Super wins? They, if Ben have, wins this year, you still think it's crazy? No, I think that is very improbable, but it is doable. If he does, they won from uh, of the last seed, and I think the second time they won. The second Super Bowl, they were number sixty. Yeah, the year Ben uh, Jerome Bettis gets to retire in the Super Bowl in his hometown. Yeah, like I said, if you think they really organized all of that I just to make Steelers organized. fans happy, not just Steelers. Well, fans. You I think to, they do storylines. You go back to the Patriots winning after nine eleven. I think that was a big storyline. I think you had they, the New England Patriots winning the year after nine eleven. I it? think they make judgment calls based on what they think the biggest storyline will be for that season. But how do you? You'd have to have every team involved. Like you are you accusing the players? Necessarily, you could have games on the side that don't mean anything to the result, I, and you just let those games happen. I can see either the referees. Referees, one hundred percent, I think are in on. And now that can be solved by letting us hear. What goes through their microphone, and you can't think that it's not going to leak. The Jeffrey Epstein stuff didn't leak no, but right away. No, no, but there's no reason. Each official has a headset that they communicate to one another, and they communicate with the person in the Why New York. Why do you need booth. that? You have hand signals. So it means loud. Hand signals. When you challenge a play, you get the review from the booth in New York. Yeah, yeah. Why does the official on the field not make that call? When it's challenged? Yeah. Why does the official well, on the part, field... It's part of the game. Coaches challenge and they want the video replay. Yeah, but why can it not be the official on the field that watches the video and makes the decision? They, why does it go to a headquarters? Well, they have them both. The, the referee goes under the hood, watches the play, yeah, and then talks to the head officials in New York about what right, they say. Right, 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 right. But why is that necessary? Why can it they not just, just think be it, the official? I'm not, I don't know what, how necessary it is. All I'd like is, is it to be public. I'd like to know everything that is said between the referees and New York. So if they are getting calls that, okay, you need to do a holding now. Like, is that, that would be how I would well, be not, concerned that's about what, fix. That's another, that's a point I didn't think about. Yeah. Why is it all under dark? But th- that, that, there are questions as to why we can't just listen to their yeah. microphones. Like they're supposed to be. Cause like in NASCAR, we listen to their radio conversations. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pushes for that. They do, <laughs> they do in-game interviews in but NASCAR. The, but now with the player fixing, cause this is one concern that I've had had specifically this year since online gambling has gotten so big is, is you used to not be able to bet on individual gambling lines 
Like you couldn't bet every game. Like tonight, I can bet every different wide out whether or not they'll get 40 yards, 50 yards, 60 yards. Now it would be very easy for a player and a, a wide receiver and a coach, or and let's say Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. A lot of games, Tampa Bay is going to win the game no matter what. If Antonio Brown wants to get a high stat line and tell all of his friends and family to parlay me 100 yards and a touchdown, hey, Tom, get me that yards and touchdowns, he could make a lot of money I think that for a small group of people. Happens. Now, and it, it just happened with Antonio Brown recently, legally. In these guys' contracts, the bonuses, it's yeah. written in that they got it. So a good quarterback, I know a smart quarterback, is going through his list and players are and making sure that, okay, it's coming down the stretch. I haven't hit you as many times or you've been injured. So I want to make sure if we have the game won, I'm just going to throw it to you. Yeah, and he did that for Gronk, right? Yeah, he did, or, he did it. it Gronk? Gronk who, who's the guy now? Gronk, Mike Evans, and he was trying to do it for Brown. It appeared to me, this was left off a Brown conversation didn't last know time, that it was not he had an extra game. game. Yeah. yeah, It looked like Brown thought he couldn't get it this game, so yeah. he just walked off halfway through. I don't know if he realized he had another game. He's with Kanye now. But why wouldn't, out a wrap up yeah, on. but why didn't he want to play the playoffs? You watched that interview... Um, I watched it with Sitting Nelk. on the couch? Yeah, with Nelk. Yeah. Is that, was, that, was that what that It's is? the Nelk guys, yeah. Okay. They're, those guys are pranksters that started a podcast now. Okay, it was, it was an interesting... Those dudes make bank. <laughs> it, it, it was an interesting interview. Like, I don't know, like, they... Because it's because they did not seem to know Antonio Brown at all. Antonio Brown did not seem to know that. Well, the guy sitting on the couch to the left knew. Like, no one, like, ever had the interview yeah, like with him before? No, but they've, like, hung out. It seemed like no. Okay, no. I was talking like an interview. Like it looked like it was having trouble figuring out what questions because he didn't want to talk about the shirt coming off. Antonio Brown didn't. Yeah. No. And then the stuff about Tom Brady was not good for him. Like he was kind of talked. They it was talked into saying that. It, like it, it could. It would sound by did a lot worse when you listen to the yeah, entirety the, the of the comments. Conversation, it sounds better. Which I don't think is a big deal. No, I just don't think Antonio Brown helped himself with that interview. You don't think? No, he didn't. Even I kind of believe like his, the one I believe the injury thing a little bit more. I was kind of not buying it, but now I kind of believe it. Sort of, but he said he could have played if he wanted to. There's just but a, he wanted to be a hundred percent for the yes, playoffs. Yes. Which I mean, that could be a spin, but well, I think what I think he wanted them. To he's be, claiming he doesn't need the money, so it's not about the money. Well, no, I think what he was saying to Tampa Bay is he wanted them to just offer him the bonus money without making him play. Oh, uh, which I yeah. think is a good yeah, player. Yeah, he did say that. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think I no, get that. Sense. Yeah, I agree. With I, that. But it also the reason why the numbers put in there is because you have to get the number. Yeah. And if we're just going to let everybody that gets close, or based off how important you are to the team, then that's defeating a lot of the system. Like it's like you gotta not get injured. That, that's one of the reasons. Like one of the incentives is we don't want to pay you as much if you're gonna miss. Yeah. If you're gonna want to sit out for five weeks when your ankle hurts because you want to play in the playoffs. Which Good point. Yeah. If you want to do that, just don't play till the end of the season. Yeah. Like what do you? We did, they didn't. He didn't need to play the first eight games. He could have just came back. Like normally, the wide receivers. A lot of old wide receivers have done that, where they just pick a team in the final stretch and go, "I'll play the final four weeks and go into the playoffs with you." And it's like that. No, but or they don't play the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like T.O., I believe, um, but only the last couple of seasons. It's Randy Moss, I'm not sure, played at the beginning. Really? I did not know that. Once once you get to be a really older wide receiver. I um, didn't know they let you do that. Because what if your team doesn't even make the playoffs? Now they got to pay you all year and you don't even play? Well, you don't get paid all year. You just don't go away. You don't start paying until you sign with the team. Oh, they just wait to get signed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They basically wait till like week six or week eight, whenever the cap is, and they're trying to pick their team just to play the end. Which, right. Do it if you want to. I have no problem with that. Maybe but, that's what his plan is for next year. People are saying he could still do it right now. I don't think he could, and he'd be a crazy team to decide. Well, to yeah, do he it. is a free agent right now. Yeah, no, Pittsburgh should do it. It's one of those Pittsburgh has Bring good wide. Pittsburgh has good wideouts. 
Yeah, especially with Juju come back. But Juju hasn't been passing with Ben, so. With Deontay and Claypool, that's where, okay, if we want to talk NFL, the Steelers should cover. Everyone's ham. All the money is on Kansas City right now. And this is such a disrespectful line to Pittsburgh. Like, it was just 12 and a half the last I saw. For a playoff game, two touchdowns, Kansas City's good, but, I mean, the Steelers have a good defense. They have the defensive MVP. Mm-hmm. It's all secondary. It's, as long as they, if they can score points, if they can break 21, they can win this game. I don't know if they can put up 21. I don't know if Ben has that in them, but I think it's doable. As to getting back to the fix, yeah, that's what my pick of the week is. I really think the Steelers plus 12 and a half is an easy lock. That's tomorrow night. It's just so disrespectful as a Steeler fan. He, Ben's done well his last two games. Not, like, back in his prime, but definitely top 15 in the NFL. Like, worth, I mean, a playoff quarterback that has a proven winning record. Mm-hmm. I think he's something like 34-13 and 13 as an away dog. The fixing, though, to the extent that you can have individual players, I do believe that that is organized. That, or, more importantly, if a lot of people bet all on one stat, I think they might shut the player down. I think in some games you have people heavy parlay Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams over 100. And I think they can, they can try. And I, that's a random, I don't believe that Devontae Adams actually usually covers. But there's so many players on so many different teams. And we're talking about not that much money. You, you, like on, 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 I guess the, what's different is, is you have a lot, the way gamblers go is, is you have your one o'clock slate of games. So you have like six or seven games all going at once. A lot of people will pick two or three that they're interested in or they watch and they'll bet them. Mm-hmm. Then you have the four o'clock games. There's four games. And you'll usually pick a couple and you'll bet them. All of your losses and all of your wins, you usually end up wagering on Sunday, Monday night because it's the only game to bet. So during the one o'clock games, you don't have a lot of money on any one stat usually. The Monday night games, everybody is betting all of these individual stats and everyone wants to go over. So a lot of times going down this final stretch, these night football games have been incredibly low scoring. And I can't help but wonder if they're trying to keep a lot of these parlays down mm-hmm. where a lot of people, since you can, remember before this, you could never bet all that. When yeah. you had a bookie three, four years ago when these sports books were new, the only games that did parlay, player statistics, parlays, were the Super Bowl. Yeah. You wouldn't have every game of every week you could bet on just random Jamar Chase at one o'clock to catch a hundred yards. Right. And that's if they did fix that, it would go completely unnoticed. The only places where it looks sketchy is these night games when you know everyone's betting heavy all on the same stat lines. So you could see a vested interest where the NFL really wouldn't want to tie because if if a lot of people figure out a way to bet that, if you took the Steelers outright, the Jaguars outright, and then the tie for the Raiders Chargers so they'd both make the playoffs, that was like a $100 bet to win 70000 So if you were able to get that, the NFL could stand to lose a shit ton of money if a lot of people just put that cover down. Mm-hmm. So that's what you could say. If you want to say fixed, I could see the NFL telling Oakland to finish the game, saying don't, don't, don't end this in the tie. And I, that would be within their power to do. Mm-hmm. Do I know? if I don't know if they did it or not. It's also unethical to me to try and not win the game. But we could do that by getting rid of the tie. Do you have anything else you want to comment with the fixings? Yeah, I, I don't. That's all. I don't think you have that many players. Like you're going to have a coach and three or four players all in on this. I can see this being a quarterback and a wideout, or maybe a running back and you a definitely have rat holes though. Rat holes? Yeah, just like uh, in Wolf of Wall Street. What do you mean a rat hole? 
like somebody who's you, like you're saying, do, they do the bet and then they give you some of the yeah, money. Yes, yes. Oh, that's that's, that's okay. I know. I did not know that's that's what it's called. But you can see how if you got a lot of families, everyone gets a Fanduel account. Everybody put a hundred dollars on this. Yeah. A tip off. This is where we're gonna be. I want to do a quick five minute rapid fire here, or pull yeah, it up on an hour and a half. Um, things I wanted to get to but didn't, and because of derailing, Craig, I, we didn't get derailed that much. Boris Johnson. Really great video. You should try and look up if you can at home. Boris Johnson, it was caught that it, during the original lockdown, she's the prime minister of the UK. Mm-hmm. He was having BYOB house parties with the staff at the Royal Empire. All of his emails and texts were just leaked to the parliament. So he has to show up and get yelled at by all of the de- the Democrats and Republicans, the, the, the Tories and the Whigs. And the way they do it in the UK, they all shout over top of each other. So you just have Boris getting up and going, it's not what you thought it was. And the whole side just goes, boo, you're a liar. They're all like, you can see the people animated behind him. The Democrats are all like covering their head, shaking. Like it goes on for 20 minutes. We don't do that here. Why do they do that? Because he's getting, this is a trial. This is like their impeachment. That's how they do it? That, that's how they do it. That's, they, 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 discuss, they debate laws like this. Where it's just one side shouts, the other side shouts, one person gets... Like, the way it's set up is you have one small, like, a long table in the middle. Both parties face off against each other with their home team sitting behind them. And so one side stands and goes, and the other does side Does his party defend him, or...? No, they're ashamed. And that's what this whole time, his, his body language, his head's down. He doesn't want to talk. And he won't. He apologized. Just because he threw a BYOB party, he was one of the hardest lockdown people. Oh, he was that there were. And it's like this is just extreme hypocrisy. He's not going to get impeached, but the Republican equivalents are against their Democrats, the Workers Party. I thought Boris Bo- Johnson was like kind he, of a. Republican. He is a Republican. Boris Johnson is a Republican. It's the Workers Party. Guy. What? He was such a lockdown guy. Yeah, a lot of Republicans locked down. Not everyone was like DeSantis. You would um, uh, Ohio's governor, mm-hmm. Maryland's governor. They were just Ohio as bad as any Do it, yeah. I mean, not to the extent that we did, but they did originally. Really? They, they closed schools down for an entire semester. Shit. Uh, I don't remember Ohio being that bad when I was working out there. I mean, compared to here, it wasn't. But compared to Florida, it also was not. It would, be, it would have been considered a version of a lockdown where you have the real red states didn't even let any of it. Yeah, Florida didn't let any no. or let everything go whatever, which was nice to get vacation. Te- Texas, same way. Yeah. So it's like that's worth. I mean, the kind of thing. It's if you want something fun to watch. I'm I'm a big fan of British politics. I don't know how much of our audience is. Um, oh, Nancy Pelosi getting pissed off about an AOC coming out and wants to start taxing, uh, not allowing individual stock trading, if you sit in Congress. Like if you want to invest in the overall stock market, that's fine. But before you pass a bill, you shouldn't be able to buy stock in the company that's going to be affected by the bill, like these big pharma. If you know you're going to have this vax mandate coming, you know to buy Pfizer stocks. And if you're in Congress, you're privy to this information weeks, sometimes months in advance. In Nancy's case, she controls what topics are brought up. She's the speaker. Yeah. What the hell is she doing investing hundreds of millions of dollars day trading? Yeah, I would have a huge problem with them shorting a company. That, that, yeah, that call, putting in puts and calls. Yeah. We're, we're talking, there's actually an instance of her shorted- betting ahead, like... Yeah, if she shorted a company and then her legislation or, you know, whatever. Her husband, not her. Right, right. If that happened, that's huge. But now I can also see where she can prevent, she can push something through quicker. But, I mean, as long as the value goes up at the company from legislation, because then other companies will benefit from it. Yeah. But now if it's something that prevents other companies, you know, which the government gets in the way left and right with everything. Yes. 
Yes. We just got a gift. Except oh, that truck, you know, it's it's a gift from a mm-hmm. another company. The government sent us a letter three months down the road saying corporations aren't allowed to give each other gifts. When is this new, or is that I don't know. you just being informed about it? Huh? Just being informed about it? No, I don't know yeah. that. Right? But you got to get uh, your logo put on the side of that thing. I know, I do. Yeah, yeah soon. Well, final wrap up here. Um, RNC saying that they won't debate, they won't participate in debates hosted by the Presidential Debate Commission. That's pretty dumb, guys. Wait, what? The RNC saying that they won't debate the Democrats at like the the current. Um, oh, they want to the nonpartisan debate. CNN? Yeah, on any of the. Ch- I think they should do that unless they come on Rogan. I'm, I'm very concerned that we're going to go into a debate cycle. Well, we're going to go into a cycle where both sides refuse to debate. They should go on Rogan. They're not going to go anywhere. That it, right now, Rogan's the most down the middle person. I agree time. with you, but if you're a front runner, you know that he's going to grill you. You have more but to but lose. He's going to grill the, the other side too. But, we're going to. Both, both, both sides don't have to agree to do. It. You want them that Rogan to host a debate. I want Rogan oh, to I mean, have both candidates down, sit on opposite sides of the table in his oh, studio, wow. and then have a three-hour, no, no, a five-hour conversation. But, but you, it should be a five-hour conversation live stream. You do, you do you realize why that can't happen? Right? Why? Because it's not in either one of the party's best interest to do yeah, so. Yeah, it's not in their best interest, but it's in the people's best interest. Well, we have to demand it. Since when have our politicians we ever done something for us? But the thing you think they're going to do it because they Trump like us? Trump wanted to do it. Trump just didn't want to go to his studio. He wanted it on his terms. Yeah, Which, he wanted But his. that might not have been Trump. That might have been the Secret Service. I cannot... I cannot imagine Trump ever. You know, if Trump would take this, he could get me back on his team. Right now, he's fumbled my vote. Unless, unless Trump wanted maybe the backdrop of the White House to benefit him. He might have felt that would benefit. I don't think he wants to do three hours where he doesn't get to pick the subject. Oh, he didn't want to do three hours? No. I, no, and I think Rogan would give him an hour and a half. Usually he gives politicians a fall. No, I think he's kind of getting half. away from that because he's mad Fauci only wanted to do like a half hour or something. He says he'll do Fauci, but Fauci has to come in for three hours. He, he should take, I mean, if, if Fauci's no, willing said, to do an hour and a half, he should take He it. said Fauci's I've seen him do, he, he does one hour and a half every week. Who? Rogan. Yeah, with like some random doctor or something. Yeah, and Fauci is that random doctor. An hour yeah, and a half Fauci's more. much bigger than a random doctor. Not in my books. Mr. Fauci's not. I think I think in He's controlling I, I would say in a half if Rogan can get him in there for half an hour, I take him. You would take him, but Rogan wants to break him down. He should be able to break him down in thirty minutes. I think I could break you him down. You think he's seven. gonna be able to dive into everything that's happened in Wuhan? He's if you give him three hours, tr- Rogan will get him to slip up on something involving the Wuhan labs. Let me. That's why he won't do it. Who only do short interviews. But for a kid under 18 who's already had COVID, see, it's death rate of about one in a million. This is um, Rand Paul versus COVID. Uh, we didn't get a chance. We haven't got a chance to call for this because so mm-hmm. much has happened. It, it was pretty awesome. But this is where I guess Rand Paul only gets 10 minutes to go at him. Right now, our, our senators only get 10. So if Rogan could get a half an hour. In five minutes, Rand Paul manages to get his hand completely shaking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here, I'll, I'll, I think I got the soundbite correctly here. And even if you haven't had a disease, even if you haven't had COVID, it's about one in a million. It's extraordinarily uncommon for a child to die. If you've already had the disease, it's probably a great deal less than that. Many Americans wonder why you steadfastly refused and worked with others to try to hide any kind of knowledge of natural immunity and how it would affect our decision making. So, for example, you know, you have a 10-year-old kid and his mom comes up and all of a sudden he gets myocarditis from the vaccine and dies. Admittedly, a rare complication. But what are you going to tell her when she says, well, he had COVID three months ago, 
I mean, why would you force me to vaccinate my kid? Why would you force me to vaccinate my kid without even checking to see whether he's already immune? Now, the idea of natural immunity is is the idea upon which vaccines are based. We have believed in and all, all of medicine is based on the idea of acquiring. Now, see, do you see the problem here? Yeah. Wait, do, you, do you hear Fauci talk at all? Right, I missed. I couldn't tell which one was which. But. No, that was all. That Rand Paul is just reading the argument right. against why it's stupid too. And that, but now, you only have five minutes to do questions. The only way that we can get Fauci pinned, I mean, I know you can listen to any podcaster go read all the issues that we have with Fauci's vac status. Mm-hmm. But to actually get a chance to ask him questions, I love Rand Paul, and I'll, you'll see the interchange here in a minute. But if if other senators aren't going to give him more time to extend this form of questioning where he does have a half an hour. We don't get any clips of Fauci. And those are the clips where he, where he declares himself science. That's the moment. Yeah, where but he can script himself for a half hour. He can stick to those. No, and if you're getting asked honest questions from someone like Rogan or in this case in the Senate hearings for only when, a half hour. when you have Rand Paul. Well, like, I feel like Rogan accomplishes nothing in the first half hour of his show. It totally depends on the guest. It totally depends on the guest. But it's really just getting to say hi, you know, getting it, A lot of it depends on whether it's an entertainer or it's an academic. His entertainers, he starts off just bullshitting. I don't think it would even be beneficial to do a half hour with Fauci. It'd be crazy to turn it down. Nobody else gets it. Who gets a half an hour with Fauci? They can actually ask him some questions. The most anyone gets is Does Rand- he actually Rand get Paul gets 10 him? minutes. Does he actually get to ask him? Or are they questions given to him? We know he gets it. I, I'm sure Joe Rogan would not accept well, yeah, them giving him questions. But he's not accepting no, the interview. No, I'm, I'm so saying if, 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 if Fauci just said I could only swing in for half an hour, I'll answer whatever you want. Yeah. That, he, I, I would take any amount of time. Right now, the only option you get is to become a senator. And there are 10 on each team. And there are only three Republicans who are using their five minutes to grill him. So all he has to do is about survive 15 minutes of hard questioning once a month. And it's like, e- even in that time here. The anger that's developed with you, Dr. Fauci, is that you don't want to give us advice. You want to tell us what to do. You think you are the science. And that anybody responds to you, how dare you? How dare you criticize science? As if you somehow are science. That kind of arrogance, that hubris is really, that's where the anger is coming towards you. If you were one doctor among hundreds of doctors in the government who gave advice, I don't think anybody, people might object to your advice, but there wouldn't be such a degree of anger. But you are so certain that you're right that you're not willing to hear anyone else. Three epidemiologists, of which you are not even an epidemiologist, but three epidemiologists. You can see where this is going, where he's obviously trying to goad him. That epidemiologist, that Malone, did you see that episode of Rogan? No, I didn't. That's one of the big three doctors that was censored. Rand Paul is questioning why it's in Fauci's emails that he actually tried to malign these guys. All these ones that Peter McCullough, that went on Rogan also. Mm-hmm. He's had one on each week of all of these doctors that Fauci is banned. And it's actually came out in their emails that he did try to get these guys banned. It would be really interesting Rogan having interviewed all three of them yeah. to ask this exact... And you can see Rand Paul's not letting him answer. Mm-hmm. He's using this time to get the, to set up the story. But the whole benefit of this is Fauci's going to have to answer eventually. Right? To some, but to somebody else rather than himself. What? To somebody else. To somebody... What do you mean yeah. to somebody else? Like, he's going to have to answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go to Rand Paul website, and you see Fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says, 
contribute here. You can do $5, $10, $20, $100. So you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. So the you only have thing politically that the only attacked that your can, colleagues yeah. and in a politically reprehensible the only way thing that I their reputations. Okay, you won't defend it. No, you won't well, argue it. I'm You'll sorry, just simply we're going to continue this hearing. We yeah. have a number of questions. Yeah. And then she saves it. Cut the clock on ramp. Dr. Fauci, I really appreciate your response, but we do have a number of questions from senators, and we do have a second round, and I'm being asked to make sure that everybody has their time. So, boom, just like that, the non-politician brought a hand written printout not handwritten a printout of Rand Paul's donation page trying to make an argument that there was a guy pulled over in Iowa with a gun in his car that said he was on his way to DC to kill Fauci Fauci before that clip I just played accused Rand Paul of being the one that is encouraging someone to come kill him because he's taking donations for it Mm -hmm. now Fauci has to be completely retarded not to realize true not, not, not to realize that um, you're not going to. Uh, I can't remember. You just derailed my thought there. I'll play. Sorry. Uh, thought, gain of function research. What? Let me let me get a. Uh, cited by what? you in a secret meeting at the White House. Uh, he wouldn't answer that guy's it's, thing. It's disappointing for you to suggest that people who dare to question. So what you thought? Um, they cut Fauci off when he was about to answer the question, and they gave it to a Democratic senator. Rand Paul got five more minutes an hour later and addresses this. He's a really good address. This is the last thing we play. You are responsible somehow for violent threats. Realize that by attacking me, you're attacking the one member who actually has suffered from violent attacks. I was at the ball field today. Steve Scalise almost died. I was 10 feet away from a staffer who was shot in the leg. We had over 160 rounds of semi-automatic weapons fired at us, ammunition. So for you to somehow suggest that somehow I or people who dare to oppose you are responsible for threats, that's insulting. The person who shot at us and almost killed Steve Scalise was a uh, rabid supporter of Bernie Sanders. But the one thing you'll find if you look at the record is that not one of us accused Bernie Sanders of being responsible for that. So this is the kind of ignorant sort of personal attacks that you've engaged in. You engaged in these attacks with fellow scientists. Not only was it three scientists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford that you chose to malign, 50,000 scientists and medical doctors signed this petition. And what they wanted was something that most Americans think is pretty reasonable. It's a different kind of approach. Instead of saying that everyone is the same and everyone should get the same treatment and everybody ought to just get vaccinated, what it did is it said that the death rate for this disease is extraordinary in the risk being different according to ages. So if you look at an 80-year-old, it's at least a okay. thousand and we times. Know, and we know that it, it was just interesting to hear mm-hmm. Rand Paul defend. It's like Fauci saying, I, someone threatened my life. No, that actually did happen to Rand Paul, and we didn't accuse no one. No one even thought right. to accuse the Bernie point. Sanders. That's like alt-right people that went mm-hmm. and said, this was a crazed burner guy. And it's like by Fauci bringing in that paper and talking about donations... That is him being a politician. That's not him being a doctor. The, the papers he brings didn't have anything to do with the science. Mm-hmm. And that's what Rand Paul is trying to question. The big thing that Rogan could question that Rand Paul never gets to, you saw him bring up there again, those three scientists. Rogan has had all three on for three hours. They were some of his greatest episodes that I've heard, very informative, and I would like to hear someone who's talked to them, because I don't know if Rand Paul has, 
But like to hear Joe Rogan go, I just talked to these people. They have no business being censored. Why did you send emails actively trying to get these guys basically written out of the medical community at the beginning of this pandemic two years ago? And these were all internal. We didn't get these until like six months ago. Mm -hmm. But this all happened at the beginning of the pandemic and it was really misleading. Now you have 200 of these scientists. I like to see how many of them are with Fauci that are calling for Rogan to be censored off of Spotify. It doesn't look like it's going to work. But I really think we should look into who these 200 scientists are and who they're attached to. Until then, I just celebrate the OSHA mandate this week as we had definite good news towards the end of COVID. Mm. The legal battle is over. How much, when do individual citizens, when do the teachers, when do, they, when do we want to get back to normal? I feel like that's in, that's in the people's court now. Mm. They, they said Biden's not. Biden will not be the one to, to determine when we go back to normal. If Congress wants to write a law for OSHA, then you go ahead and do it. Right now, they didn't do that. So for the time being, labor the, lab, the labor shortage should be ending soon. For, health, for our health care workers, I feel terrible for. We're going to see how that plays out, states versus Joe Biden. Till then, everyone have a great weekend. I hope we don't get too much snow tomorrow. If we do, then you have plenty of time to listen to this very long episode. <laughs> very long episode.